Hey there, this is Jody Clock, and welcome to my podcast. I woke up dead, now what? In our conversations, we'll talk about real issues that everyday people face should they wake up dead without a life after death plan in place. Join me as we explore the how-tos on preparing for you or your loved one's passing without breaking the bank. And let's not forget about those pets too. Now, don't you fall asleep. This year, we're going to have so much fun, I can hardly stand myself. But today... I want to open up with a true story that has a little bit of Hollywood and it has a lot of betrayal and a lot of lessons learned. I call it the Lowen Group, an insider story. I don't know how many of you have had the opportunity to see the movie on Amazon, The Burial. The Burial captures the essence of a real life legal battle between Jeremiah O'Keefe, who's an independent funeral homeowner who also owns a pre-planning insurance company, and the Lowen Group. The Lowen Group is, or I should say was, the second largest funeral home and cemetery acquisition company between the United States and Canada. And essentially, the whole plot works around a breach of contract with the funeral director, O'Keefe. Okay, so if you haven't seen the movie, spoiler alert, Either stop now, or I'm going to give you the Reader's Digest version and some of the other things you may not have seen on the movie or you wouldn't know. Jamie Foxx and Tommy Lee Jones portray a true story based on the courtroom drama that happened in the early 1990s. It's about a financially troubled funeral homeowner, which is Jeremiah O'Keefe, who's played by Tommy Lee, who was forced to sell parts of his business. He had multiple properties. He wanted to spin a few off so he could meet his financial demands so he could uh, cover some debt with the insurance company through the Mississippi State Insurance Commission. That point in time, he was the largest independent funeral home owner who was also owned an insurance company in order to sell pre-funded funeral plans. O'Keefe entered into a contract with Ray Lowen, owner and founder of the Lowen Group, who never followed through on their agreement. O'Keefe hired an attorney out of Florida by the name of Willie Gary, and Willie Gary was played by Jamie Foxx. Foxx's character, if you can capture this visual, is a cross between Don King and Jimmy Cochran. He was one flamboyant dude who liked to show And he dressed impeccably. So as with any movie, there's always some creative liberty with embellishments. However, the majority of this movie and storyline is true. And how do I know? During that time of my career, I was employed as the national sales director for pre-planning in the Midwest for the Lowen Group. You see, I wasn't just an observer. I was caught in the whirlwind of ambition, betrayal, and ultimately devastating consequences. I witnessed firsthand what the impact of ego, greed, and poor business choices that placed hardship on hundreds of lives, which one of them was a family member of mine who was also in executive management. It was horrible. While watching the burial, it stirred up so many emotions and memories that I had tucked deep away during this tumultuous time. All right, so let's just talk about the early days of Lowen. Lowen was full of promises and excitement. 
When the Lowen Group came on the scene, it was like a breath of fresh air. Their leadership team, many of who I respected and knew personally, exuded confidence and optimism. They promised growth, stability, and a brighter future for the death care industry. They offered numerous benefits for a funeral homeowner, especially for the smaller guy. You know, the funeral home that only did 100 or 200 calls. Some of the examples of what I'm talking about that they were able to provide for many funeral homes were the ability to focus on serving without distractions that come up with ownership, removing all the financial constraints for facilities needed. I mean, let's just say uh, your HVAC died and you need to replace it. Well, that's that's uh, a pricey fix. Same as, same as a parking lot. Those things you have to plan for. They also could provide better benefits for employees. That's a tongue twister. But no, who wouldn't want to take care of their employees and provide the best benefits that one could possibly get? They would take over all the legal, human resource, and staffing requirements. They took all that pressure off of the little guy, the independent business owner, and they knew the laws on HR and all the legalities, so you didn't have to worry about it. They took care of your rolling stock, you know, the vehicle, the merchandising, the pricing, all of that. Insurance, boom. They had the capacity to put that under one very large umbrella or negotiate very heavily. They did all of the planning and the marketing. So you had a a plan each year to follow. They had a comprehensive pre-planning program, which that was my wheelhouse. And that's very important to funeral homes to secure their future. But most of all, They provided a customized exit strategy for owners. What that means is they took away all of the stress of owning. So where the independent funeral home owner now was an employee, he could go do cameos at funerals. He could meet with families. He could actually go on vacation because people could cover for him. So when it was time for him to leave, they had groomed someone else and he could step back and know that his funeral home was going to be taken care of. And he was going to have some pocket change. I mean, let's face it, everybody goes into business to sell a business when they retire. Well, let me tell you, as an employee, there were extravagant management meetings, generous expense accounts, and excitement was in the air. Meetings were held in Las Vegas. They were held down in Florida. They were held all over the place. People were wined and dined. Again, and in the movie, it also shows that Ray Lowen used to take potential clients out on his big yacht. And yes, he did. And we're not talking a little yacht. We're talking a very large yacht. So it was just fun. People were making deals. And we all felt that we were a part of something big, revolutionary, and we were having fun until the perfect storm hit. What I learned was when red flags show up, you listen to your gut. So as acquisitions intensified, so did the internal politics. All of a sudden, what were good business decisions and made sense for previous owners in the community? Yeah, well, that went away. And decisions were now made and driven by greed and short-term gains that always would trump the long-term stability and fair play. It was just, you know, it reminded me of the movie Wall Street. Over time, beneath the successful appearance, many cracks in Lowen's foundation began to appear. 
The ethical guiding compass of that company, well, that waned and that went away. Many employees, including me, started to feel tension. We felt a growing sense of unease and we saw so many red flags. The pressure to promote the company line and prioritize sales figures versus customer care, above all else, created a new culture of fear and silence. It didn't take long to figure out Lowen's facade of success really was just a mask for a culture of manipulation and risk. So the betrayal and the collapse happened when the perfect storm came along. And for Lowen, that perfect storm was a culmination of many things. But the break point was the trifecta of O'Keefe's lawsuit, a hostile takeover attempt from another conglomerate, and unsustainable financial practices that diluted Lowen's stock. These three things brought Lowen to its knees. The walls came tumbling down, as John Mellencamp sings. So witnessing this financial ruin of so many colleagues, including my own family member, well, this was heartbreaking. The betrayal of trust shattered dreams for previous owners and the emotional toll it took on the previous owners, staffs and employees, and a lot of business partners. All these people lost their retirements, including my own family member. Generational funeral homes crumbled, leaving emptiness in their wake. And when I say generational funeral homes, what I mean is I can think of several uh, that, oh my gosh, they might have been fifth generation and they were a household word and people loved their facilities, their business and their integrity. Well, they were promised the sun and the moon and instead of taking money, they took most of their sale on future stock guesstimates. So really it was just a prayer and a promise. So when it all went, they had nothing except the nickels they had set aside someplace else, but in low end stock. So the biggest lesson I learned was when you trust your gut and you stand up for what's right, you always win. You might not always gain friends, but you always win. So during this time, I chose to leave the company. In meetings, I felt targeted. I chose not to fund my 401k with 100% of company stock. In fact, I had no low end stock. Uh, they were too new in my eyes to invest in. My career in death care was built on relationships, integrity, and trust. And if I can't trust the leadership team, why would I even want to keep a paycheck? Even worse, I saw acquisitions that in my heart I knew were unrealistic. Multiples on the EBITDA for the funeral homes were outrageous. For me, this was simply a violation of trust. And when you violate my trust, I'm done. So the violation of trust gave me my personal escape. And I ended up not being collateral damage on the sinking ship. This professional experience validated what I just said. Trust your gut. When something's wrong, it probably is. If it's looking like a duck, quacking like a duck, and walking like a duck, it's a duck. Don't be afraid to speak up for what's right even if it means going against the grain. It's so easy to get caught up in it, but stand firm. You know the difference between right and wrong. So ultimately, integrity and ethical conduct are far more valuable than any temporary success that can be built on a foundation of sand. Leaving before the bankruptcy protected my future. It ruined one of my family members. It ruined a lot of previous owners who uh, worked for everything sold their business, and then had nothing. 
But watching it and just sitting along the sideline, that's where, at least for me, much devastation remains. So why am I sharing this story? I am calling for ethical leadership. The burial? Well, it may be a movie, but the cost of the Lowen Group's downfall is all too real. My story is just not a cautionary tale. It's a call for ethical leadership in every industry. For that fact, for politics. It's a reminder that chasing profits at the expense of human well-being can have devastating consequences. I sure hope by me sharing my experience as an insider sparks a conversation about the importance of integrity, transparency, and finally, responsible business practice. We owe it to ourselves, to our colleagues, and to the communities we serve to build a future where success is measured by not just the bottom line, but the positive impact that we leave on the world. May we never forget the lessons learned from the ashes of the Lowen Group. Pretty heavy stuff. Lived it. I don't ever want to be involved in anything like that again. However, that does not mean that all corporations are bad and all conglomerates are bad. But the Lowen Group, greed, greed is not good. I think uh, you remember those quotes from, uh, from a good movie. But anyhow, I want to thank you for listening to my story, hearing my two cents, and not waking up dead today. So I encourage you to jump over to jodyclock.com. That's Jody with an I. Read the blog I wrote about this. And while you're at it, consider buying my book, It's Complicated. It takes you through all kinds of checklists and action plans for planning your own end-of-life decisions, and parts of it are financial obligations in there. So there's some good pointers. Thank you for listening to this episode. Hey, if you're hearing this message, you've listened to the entire episode. And for that, I want to thank you. And I am so glad you didn't wake up dead today. Please jump over to jodyclock.com and download your free copy of my family care plan. This guide will help those you leave behind should you wake up dead. I promise. Be sure to order my book, It's Complicated, based on a true story. Send me an email about topics you'd like to hear in future episodes. Until next time, thank you for not falling asleep.